Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What's up, everyone? I'm Chris from Weekly Games Chat. Along with my co-hosts, Sean and John, we cover the latest video games every Wednesday for your listening pleasure. We also make sure to rant about the latest movies, TV shows, and happenings in the sports world. If you like the show, catch one of our live streams on Twitch, follow us on Twitter, or even take the biggest jump of all and join our community on Discord. All found by simply searching Weekly Games Chat. Until then, I'll simply say game on in your mom's box. This show is part of the RetroZap.com podcast network. Billy Mitchell just rolled into town, video game wizard, come in to put Pac-Man down. I was at Weir's Beach, New Hampshire, July of 99, he's going for that perfect game, his reputation on the line. The world record holder, classic Donkey Kong, now he's going after Pac-Man. Well, that record's as good as gone. What's up, Argonauts? Uh, welcome to Arcast Mini episode 12 now. Uh, so I am your host, David Gilson, and with me is Jesse Collins, who's head of editorial at Twin Galaxies, and Alex McCumbers, uh, who's a personal friend of mine, but also uh, someone who broke the story on the whole Billy Mitchell, I guess, like saga, you can call it, <laughs> pretty much at this point. So how's it going there, guys? Hey, uh, thanks for having us on. Things are well. Things are well. It's interesting to break that sort of news at 3 a.m. in the morning, my time yeah yeah i i guess i'm kind of curious i guess like to to get like right into it then uh alex what what was your i guess like um like thought process as you were like writing the story and also like what happened like right after the story like what the reaction was like so the big thing is that we knew that there was a decision a decision coming with jace saying that they're they're studying it they're putting all the research in it and it was one of those things where we knew the the it, a very brief time frame where that might fall. Mm-hmm. So I was like, well, I've got some other stuff I need to do anyways. I'll just stay up and see if they decide to put it out. And of course, um, about four in the morning their time, maybe even five in the morning, he decides, okay, cool. This is this is the official statement. We're gonna put it out. Uh, here's the gist of what we're doing. Go ahead and get the article started. So I got the the basics lined up for the beginning. And then plugged in their full statement, linked to the the forum where the dispute was happening, and then wrapped it up. And after that, I, I like we talked to I talked to our owner Jace about it, and I was like, well, should I start spreading this around, or should I wait for the guys to get up and put it on the official Twin Galaxies pages? And sure enough, I jumped over to Reddit to see if anything was going on, and people were already linking to the straight forum post. So I was like, well, I'm just going to drop the article as many places as I, as I can. And it, it kind of blew up. And, like, they we had people contact us from, what, NPR and all over the place. Oh, yeah. It was, like, NPR. Like, it, it was just every major uh, story, like, every major publication out there uh, was trying to get a piece of this because this is video game history. Yeah. Uh, we 
Yeah, I, I remember coming to you earlier in the evening because I knew you were going to be up. And I said, we this is going to happen. We just don't know if, if it's going to happen tonight or if it's the next night or what. Um, I just remember um, it was a gut feeling because... The editorial and the adjudication on Twin Galaxies is uh, basically church and state. Uh, they sometimes give us a head up, or a head up on something here and there, but 99% of the time, we find out as it happens. We, like it, we we don't get any special like you know privileged information prior. And like like scoops, I guess, like on the inside, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Um, he wants to keep it fair, and that's understandable. And um, it, it, at that point, we're always trying to watch for it because we know that it's so unpredictable sometimes because we thought that he was going to drop that news during like a, a daytime or something like that or, you know, maybe early in the morning, but like you know, work hour kind of thing. Yeah. But we we were guessing. And um, that's important for a lot of people to know is we didn't get this scoop. No, it was literally it happened. And Alex just happened to be awake at that moment. And we just had a gut feeling. I cannot stress enough how me being a part of it was just kind of timing. I mean, I, I'm a big fan of, of the retro competition and Donkey Kong because I, I grew up watching the, the King of Kong films. And like I remember seeing Steve Weeby attempting to do it live on X-Play or something whenever they were doing E3 coverage. And I was like, man, come on, Weeby, you can do it. And right. like, it, he just would get so close and wouldn't get there. And so, I mean, I've always enjoyed the the competition that these arcade games have, especially Donkey Kong. So, I mean, I didn't have a dog in the race, so to speak, but I thought it was interesting to be a small part of this moment in time. Yeah, and like I, I guess like it's important too. Like even though Twin Galaxies editorial is different from, um, I guess you can call it Twin Galaxies proper in a sense. Uh, adjudication like, and administration. Gotcha. gotcha. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> quote, fair quote. enough. Quote, uh, quote. Quote. Gotcha. So with, with the adjudication, obviously, you know, being like more on the, um, you know, the, on the high scores end of things, like kind of keeping track of all that, and like where Billy Mitchell's kind of most like tied to, like with his Donkey Kong scores. Um, you know, th this is obviously like something that's kind of like very important. I feel like for just kind of the Twin Galaxies name, I guess to have have like a proper um report on it so uh i, I was kind of curious i guess like with 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 twin galaxy editorial like what was um i guess like your stance on this jesse as far as like uh how to carefully report this uh in a way that i don't know i guess doesn't seem like you're just outright attacking billy mitchell um when it comes to any of it we have to be 100 percent unbiased and um, a lot of people see that as difficult because, you know, Twin Galaxies and Billy Mitchell are such so synonymous with each other that it it almost uh, no matter what you say, people are still going to try to marry you to uh, marry the two of them, I should say. And um, that's the problem uh, with it is we can be 100 percent unbiased and they'll still do that. So. We just have to, as editorial, say, look, we are stripped of any characterization. We are stripped of any bias. We are reporting on the news. We are reporting on the facts. Trust me when I say we are a bunch. My, my team is a bunch of very opinionated guys. We, we are very, very um, mouthy. Uh, so, <laughs> to say the least. Yeah. <laughs> to say the least. Um, but when it comes to important topics, we understand that we have to 
keep any and all like we have to be as um jay calls it agnostic mm. that that's the the word uh that i like to use nowadays as well is we have to be agnostic when it comes to any of it is whether or not the you know, score was proven to be false and you know not impossible or whatever whether it's billy or todd or any of that we had just even a tiny bit of bias uh, on the Todd Rogers one and people attacked the hell out of it. And it was a matter of, we were really on, you know, just taking a stance, but in all reality, they saw it as a hardcore bias. No, we've really, we don't have any stakes in this at all. We like to watch this from afar and report on the facts. Simple as that. Right. Yeah. And like, um, you know, obviously like, you know, with like a lot of people, myself included, actually, I really only know Billy Mitchell uh, since, since I've never met him in person. I really only know Billy Mitchell from the King of Kong, like from that documentary that, that came out some years ago. And um, I, I was, I was kind of curious, like, you know, with the people like who are involved with it, because uh, I know Steve Wiebe made a uh, made a statement regarding it, like after Billy Mitchell scores were taken down. Um, have you heard from Walter Day at all, like regarding this or or from Wiebe himself personally, like about this? Um, I reached out to Walter, um, immediately afterwards. He has not responded, uh, as of yet. He may, um, him and I are generally on good terms, but I know that him and Billy are close. So it could just be a matter of, you know, he's, you know, upset or something. I don't know. With Steve Wiebe, I know that he's just relieved that he finally gets to say he's, officially now in the what's recognized the million points and that's his main thing but he's really not trying to get scores anymore he's moved on also like in regards to uh to bill you know to billy himself actually he made um he made like a statement during uh i forget which event that was um Midwest, Midwest Con or something or other. Yeah, Midwest yeah. Classic. Yeah, that's what. It is. Yeah, the the Midwest Classic. Um, so I was I was kind of curious actually, like when this story blew up, did did Billy or like anyone associated with Billy reach out to either of you about this? I kind of expected people to send me very angry tweets and emails, and I have gotten none of that, which is crazy because I know whenever the Todd Rogers story broke, the some of our staff did get some pretty nasty things, didn't they? Yeah, well, no, uh, let me back up on the Todd Rogers thing. The Todd Rogers thing, they blew up at me. I wrote an article because I interviewed uh, the creator of Dragster. Yeah. uh, David Crane. And he flat out said, I believe in Todd Rogers. And if you actually read my words when it came to it, I came in very agnostic, but he was so incredibly biased that everyone read into that that I was defending Todd. No, I was just reporting on the interview is all I was doing at that point. Mm, right, without taking like, um, a stance yourself on it, basically. Exactly. Right. I um, uh, They attacked um, an Omnigamer. If Omnigamer ever listens, I want to apologize to him personally. Um, it, they took the word skeptic at the worst possible way. I was not calling like we we called him a skeptic in the original version of the article, which we turned into the word skeptical um, after the initial attacks. And they saw it as a bias because we called him a skeptic. No, I mean, I'm a skeptic right. when it comes to that. But they saw it as tinfoil hat 
as opposed to someone who questions things. It's honestly kind of funny, like how uh, someone will kind of take like just like a word in this particular case and literally run with it. As far as like this is what the entire article is all about. <laughs> you know, oh like yeah, absolutely. Um, you see that all the time. I've considered hiding little messages inside of an article where it says, "Hey, if you read this article to the end on any social media, you should comment the number 14 and see how many people leave the comment 14." <laughs> that wouldn't be a bad bad uh you know just, just like experiment honestly like on that. So yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I work that. in like daytime radio, so that's something that I've thought about sneaking in there one of these days just to see. Yeah. That that's like a sociology experiment cuz I know <laughs> I know people are just reading headlines, developing an opinion, and you know, I guess there's a place for that, but come on guys, just read read the articles themselves, please. Right, right, yeah. It's um it is kind of funny. Like it's literally kind of like a headline culture and this is kind of getting into like a bigger scale really, but uh you know, if you if you look at any like stories on like, you know, with like Donald Trump for example, like you're you're seeing just the headline and that's literally what people kind of like run with without actually reading what's what the article will actually say. In, in that regard, mm -hmm. or like even kind of taking it like a more microcosm level, like say with like IGN and their, you know, their reviews um, or like any sort of story that they break, it's always kind of like a headline kind of thing or just like the little, um, what's kind of the byline or whatever, like the, like the kind of like sub headline, if you will. Yeah. Um, on yeah. That. Strap so, line. The well, strap that's line, where yeah. clickbait came from. That was literally why clickbait was a, a thing is because they wanted people to actually click on the article and go into the article because people We'll just read the headline and go, oh, well, okay, that's it. I'm good. Right. So I, I guess, like, after, like, this kind of blew up, really, like, with, you know, with, like, Billy Mitchell and, like, having his scores taken down and also him not, not being able to, you know, submit, like, any future scores, too, with Twin Galaxies, um, do you, like, do you both, like, have, like, an opinion, I guess, in regards to, like, where this leads? I, I guess, like, with the like state of like retro uh retro like score chasing like the high score chasing like side of things uh, with, without billy mitchell involved with it this is going to help increase the credibility of twin galaxies uh it's going to do nothing but add to that credibility because at this point it's showing that jace and the 2014 on team isn't playing around when it comes to uh scores right. they they, they have that um, mentality where they actually care and they actually want to make sure things are accurate. And you know, now that we have the dispute system, because that's actually relatively new. If I recall, it's only like a year or two old. Um, so that dispute system is designed where people can bring up, I don't think this is a real score. I think that this is false, or I think this is, you know, on name, or, you know, it, it, there's no way this is an impossible score in the case of Todd Rogers kind of thing, where they can actually sit down and open a dispute and present evidence. And at that point, it gets reviewed. Both sides are given ample time. They are encouraged, both sides of the argument are encouraged to go, no, that's why this is accurate, or that's why this isn't accurate kind of thing. Um, do you, do, do, like, do you just, feel like you, that, that, um, that change, I guess, kind of came about, like when Twin Galaxies, I guess, um, I guess I like, kind of decided to upheaval, like, I guess, like their, I don't know, kind of like on the back ends, kind of like make sure that, like, you know, things are kind of like changed for the better, um, you know, since, since, you know, since you came on board there, Jesse, or like, you know, when, when, when those kind of changes came on board? Um, blame Jace. I'll, I'll, I, that, that's <laughs> the easy answer there is Jace 
cares. Mm. And, and Jace I, I don't Hall, care I, 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 I should also like yeah, mention, Jace too. Yeah. yeah, Jace Hall, uh, the current um, caretaker and all that, uh, of uh, or head custodian, I think is what his official quote, quote title is. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he cares. And 2014, when he came in, he wanted to clean house. He wanted to be able to go, hey, um, I want to take a look at this. And I want to make sure everything's accurate. So that's why that dispute system got created is it allows everyone on all sides to come in on all angles and go, this score is not real. Right. There's no way that this score can happen. Or, you know, it, here's the evidence on why this is on MAME or why this is the way it is kind of thing. And that's um, that, that that's really what it boils down to is Jace put his foot down. And I got a lot of respect for that. So do you think like with, um, I guess like with that change, uh, like was that something that, uh, I guess, like, was, I don't know, I'm, I'm not sure if it's fair for me, like, to ask if, you know, for both of you, actually, like, if you believe that that was always the case as far as, like, you know, main emulator footage, like, being used, like, for high scores, like, at least for, at least for Billy Mitchell in this case, um, and it was only just recently where that, where, you know, where that foot was kind of put down by Jace. You know, it's really just hard to tell. I'll be honest. I'm going to stay agnostic on this. Mm-hmm. I haven't reviewed anything else other than the disputed ones. And the disputed ones um, were not even – let me explain. We did not determine – or I should say we as in the royal we. Um, the, the adjudication mm-hmm. determined not that it was named, but that it was not – an original arcade machine. Gotcha. It may not have been made. That there is a chance it may not have been made. But based on the evidence and the uh, fact finders and involved uh, in the forums, they determined in the end the official response is this was not on an original arcade. So there has never been a time where we, uh, you know looked at it as necessarily main specifically we looked at it as this was not on an original arcade so it should not be uh viable on the official uh scoring because on that official scoring has to be on an official arcade machine yeah that's part of the rules for sure yeah so I guess um, you know, like like the only other question I really have then for you guys then is um, where do you feel like uh, this this sort of thing I guess is uh, reflected with like mainstream media because obviously you know it got picked up as you mentioned uh, by by major publications um, I think the, I think even like the New York Times even had it like at some point like uh, at least they did. the story there yeah I remember seeing that so um, starting with Alex and then you Jesse uh, like where like like where do you feel like um, this this sort of thing is going to be reflected by mainstream media or just like just casual people who don't have a stake or any sort of real interest in uh, in this sort of thing the the great thing about our modern era is because of platforms like Twitch and YouTube and the ease of which that we can actually capture game footage, competitive gaming is at a high point at this point. Especially when you consider people making these large score runs or they're doing speed runs. They can set up a camera pretty easily, even on most consoles. You can do it straight through the console and be able to submit that as a full video piece where most of the the like questioning on if the score is valid or not is already presented. 
most of the the full video runs that are recorded nowadays very, very rarely get disputed. And sometimes it's even because they're using something that maybe not everybody knows about. I've seen a couple different speed runs where, yes, the time was faster, but they were taken down because they were using an exploit or a technique that nobody else knew about yet. So it just depends. And those scores will fluctuate, come, come in and out. But it, what it is is it takes the ability to capture these moments in history and archive them and make sure they're legit. That's what it seems like the scoreboard at Twin Galaxies is trying to do. They're just trying to make sure that in the grand scheme of things, this archive is as accurate as possible for the sake of video game history. And that seems commendable to me. You know, I think I, I couldn't have said it better myself. Um, you know, when it comes to the the mainstream looking at it, you know, New York Times or any of those things, you, you have to understand that Billy Mitchell has kept himself relevant and all that because of things like King of Kong and stuff like that. And so these uh, documentaries like, you know, King Kong chasing ghosts and all that keep classic games just slightly in public eye. But at the same time, these are things that started back in like the 80s. What was it? 82. So and, you know, with Walter Day and all that, I literally I can literally just go to a random person i'm sitting in a hotel right now and i could go to any random person that does not that isn't here for the event i'm here for and they would know who twin galaxies was and or at least have heard of them when it comes to video games so there is that notoriety from the past 30 what six 37 years uh 37 years uh, that was 80 so you get a lot of these famous gamers, you know, like Billy and Todd and even um, folks like Tim McVeigh and uh, different uh, people along those lines that have made a real name for themselves. Lonnie McDonald with Joust and different people that you don't necessarily know their names if you're like an average everyday person, but you've probably heard of their feats. Right. You've probably heard of them. So the fact that this Billy um, thing, the scenario, I should say, uh, ended up being video game history because of this. And a lot of people out there wanted to know that. This isn't uh, some no-name person. This is the, the infamous Donkey Kong guy. You know, that's why the mainstream is looking at these things is because they are, are the notable things right if it was just some no name from some like little known uh like game out town. there or yes yeah. yeah, not even small town uh but i mean come on the twin galaxy started in a tumwa iowa yeah so now you're talking about small town um when you're looking at uh, these big names versus if the, the dispute had been on some little known like NES game or a little known arcade game and no one knew about it, it probably wouldn't have blown up the way it did. Right. But because it's Donkey Kong in this case. Oh, yeah. It's Donkey Kong and Pac-Man with Billy. Those are two big scores that people know him for. 
Sure. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, it's 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 kind of interesting, uh, you know, to, to to kind of see this whole thing kind of transpire, and it's you know, it's it's great that you guys were able to uh, kind of get like the uh, like the word out there and have it kind of like really blow up, especially from that original story that you wrote there, Alex. It's uh, you know, it's, it's really great that. Uh, that you know they were able to kind of like uh, I guess they like kind of like find success in that like through the reporting of this and also um, it helps as you said like kind of help you know legitimize uh, Twin Galaxies on like their stance like with the whole thing because that was always I feel like that was always kind of something that was kind of talked about like in the back burner as far as like you know if like Billy Mitchell scores are legitimate like you know and I felt like a lot of that personally for me speaking anyway uh, was like from people who just didn't like him and also like the way he's painted in, in you know in the in the King of Kong as being more the antagonist to Weeby being the you know the protagonist in that story um, you know it, it's very easy to hate him I guess in that sense of being so over the top mm-hmm. and everything but uh, it, it is good to see you know since Twin Galaxies as you said is very synonymous or has been very synonymous with Billy Mitchell uh, especially with how you know how tight he is like with Walter Day and like you know all that um, that there was this stance when it was pretty clear as day that um, something was up, I guess we could say. Um, so, yeah, and I'm, I'm honestly, like, kind of curious, too, like, to see what else kind of transpires from it. Like, obviously, there was Billy Mitchell's uh, stance, uh, or that he, uh, his response, actually, I should say, uh, in regards to the story blowing up and having his, uh, sco- you know, scores taken away. Um, and I know he is planning to uh, have some other follow-up response, I guess, with more... I guess like evidence or something. I'm not quite sure, sure. what he's going to come up with, uh, but I'm sure whatever. No one knows. Yeah, who knows at this point? And like honestly, I'm just kind of curious to see what he comes up with, just to kind of see like what I guess he has to say for himself. I guess in regards to this, because this is very mounting evidence. Um, you know, obviously, like you know, the the, the judgment has been made. Uh, I just don't see how that's going to be reversed, no matter what. Uh, you know, no matter what he comes up with in this case. Uh, but uh, you know, I guess we'll be paying attention to it to kind of see what happens, and I'm sure we, you know, this is far from the last we'll hear of, of Billy Mitchell for sure, especially in regards to this story. So at uh, the end of the day, he was one of the most interesting players of of our time, and he kind of put arcade games on the map. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Sure. So I mean, good guy, bad guy, made mistakes, didn't make mistakes. I don't think history will forget him, and oh, I don't he, think oh, it ought know. to. No, no, absolutely. I, I, I'm totally with you there. Like, you know, because he, he is, like, still, I, I believe he still has, like, the note of being, like, the first person to, like, a million score in Donkey Kong. So, like, he, he still nope. has that. No? Yeah, no, that was taken that. away. That was taken yeah. away All as well. All of the scores were taken away, including, um, including that one, yes. And that's why Steve yeah. Wiebe was uh, so happy that he is now officially recognized as the first. Gotcha. Now, Billy will probably still remain as a point in history as the first guy to, like, really destroy Mm Pac-Man. Of course, that won't be reflected on the official, like, scoreboards for Twin Galaxies or even the Guinness Book of World Records, but that's still something that happened. Right. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so I, I guess, like, you know, being, like, kind of, like, um, I guess, like, the larger-than-life personality, I guess, in that sense, um, you know, he'll, he'll still have, like, some sort of, like, footnote, at the very least, uh, in that regard. Um, yeah. But, yeah, like, I, I, you know, I do appreciate you guys, like, you know, for, you know, for speaking with me about this, uh, you know, especially with how close you are to it, and um, obviously having to kind of, like, tiptoe around certain things, but I think we got, like, a really good dialogue on it and, like, uh, everything that's, that's going on. So, I, you know, I do want to thank you both uh, for joining me on this. Um, so where where can people go, like, in order to, uh, you know, in order to find, like, your stuff online? I mean, uh, TwinGalaxies.com. Anytime you go to that news feed up at the top, that's us. That is uh, our mm-hmm. team of eight. And that's Alex, that's me, that's TJ, that's all of us um, as a team 
um, knocking it out of the park every day. Um, if you want to be able to check out me, um, my Twitter is right on chime, all one word. It's exactly how it sounds. Um, I need to start tweeting more. Yeah. <laughs> um, I do. I tweet. I just don't tweet nearly enough. Yeah. I see you on there every so often. So. <laughs> What's a blue man? Yeah, exactly. Funnily enough, you can actually find me pretty often on Twitter. That's how I try to connect with a lot of people. Um, so I am available at Forever Classic 105, and the four is actually a number. So it's the number four, Ever Classic 105. And not only am I talking about Twin Galaxy stuff, but I do a lot of Monster Hunter here late. And, like, <laughs> nice. I don't know. I, I put out a lot of thoughts, try to boost people up, especially if I'm, like, doing any sort of streaming or guest articles or that kind of thing. So I'm available. Just hit me up. Hey, did you enjoy that? Then be sure to check out more of our cast at retrozap.com slash If you want to find us on Twitter, we are at ArgPodcast. Same thing for Facebook. We're at Facebook.com slash ArgPodcast. And if you want to send us any feedback, any questions, any retro games you want us to cover, or anything at all, really, you can email us at ArgCast at RetroZap.com. Be sure to find us on iTunes, where you can give us five stars, subscribe, and tell your neighbors. We're also on Stitcher, and also Google Play Music, so there's absolutely no reason to not listen to the ArgCast. And until next time, Argonauts, keep it retro. This is John J.P. Podlasic of Game Dev Advice. I'm a 30-year veteran of the game development industry and have a podcast where I interview artists, animators, programmers, designers, CEOs, and all different types of people that work in the game development industry. Whether you're an aspiring or an experienced game developer, you'll find useful, thought-provoking, and sometimes funny advice on the podcast. So check it out. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.